2: Hello, hello, hello! My name is Samantha Tutsalow and I'm here with my amazing co-host Jason A. Coombs for Broadway World. We're here with the iconic, amazing, talented Tony nominees from Cost of Living and we're about to have a really fun chat.
3: Yes, congratulations first and foremost and thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Yeah, would you mind just introducing yourselves, your character name, and where were you when you found out you were nominated for a Tony?
4: <laughs> we Don't with everybody May?
0: talk all
4: yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Hi, I'm David Zayas. I play the role of Eddie in *Cost of Living*. I was in, <laughs> I was in Wyoming wow. when uh, when I found out I was nominated. It was my same day as my son's birthday, and, and both me and my son were uh, doing uh, talking to students at the University of Wyoming, and and. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a fun, fun day.
3: It's your first Tony nomination, right? Yes. yes. How did that
4: feel? Uh, exciting. It it's yeah. it was uh it, I'm very I was very humbled and thankful, and um, it was nice that they remember a the show that closed <laughs> way before <laughs> um, all these other shows came on. But yeah, um, yeah, I was, I was overjoyed.
3: Snaps. Snaps. <laughs> um.
5: Uh, I'm Carrie Young. I'm, I was like, what's the question? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm Carrie Young, and I'm just in cost of living. And where was I when I got when I found out? Um, man, I don't know why, but like there, there's a memory of there's a memory of last year, like waking up to 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 messages. Mm. But I feel like i I found I don't remember but I called my parents after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know where I, w- it mm-hmm. kind of was like,
3: what?
5: Is this crazy? Mm-hmm. And then I just called my, my mom and my dad.
3: Because you're like a veteran, it's your, it's your second two. nomination, Well, right? I
5: wasn't trying to <laughs> back, no, no, no. back you back. Back,
3: back, back you back.
5: It's just, a, it's, your phone blows up and you're like, what's happening? Yeah. What is this? Ha- Wait, what? <laughs> I think I was actually, I was at rehearsal. I was at a rehearsal. Or something i was going to over rehears- yes, yes. going to a rehearsal
3: kind wow put that work in still right
0: wow She's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> last but not least uh
0: i am katie sullivan i play ani uh played ani in cost of living um and i was in bed um because I was afraid to get out of bed because it felt like a safe place. (laughs) I I made my fiance to bring me coffee in bed because I was like, I can't get out. I'm like, it's too, I was like, we were watching. Like, I was like, I want to experience, if this happens, I want to experience, like, hearing. And I heard David's name and I started screaming and like. Breaking out, and then you know hearing your own name, and then hearing right afterwards, Carrie. I was like, I was like, this
2: S and
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. I have chills. Like, um, and my dog. Uh, I was screaming so much that my dog kept hiding from me. Like, she was a, she was scared. Um, and uh, and I was like, I had to. She cause she was like in rehearsal all the time. Yeah, that's she our was dog. It's a family dog. That's THE WHOLE, all, dog. The whole TEAMS dog. dog. Oh, what's her name? Fizzgig. And, <laughs> and, um <laughs> Uh, no, so I had to right. I had to go uh, find her in the closet, and I had to pick her up. And I was like, gig we got nominated for a Tony!" Oh, yes. because her name was on my dressing room door. Like she was like she was there. She was yeah. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. That's so great.
2: Well, thank you guys for sharing that. Um, We're going to start with you, Cara, chatting with you. So as we said, this is your second Tony nomination. Oh, my God. By the way, (laughs) back-to-back, iconic. Congratulations. I can't even imagine what that feels like. Oh, my God. It's probably
4: only happened a handful of times in the (laughs) history of theater.
2: Yeah, right? We should find out those facts, actually. That's a good trivia right there. Sorry, we should have done that. Sorry. No, but like a a
0: back-to-back, I bet that's pretty rare.
4: rare.
2: A hundred percent. So, Queen,
0: queen. exactly. Yes, yes, queen, ma'am. Queen, Queen. Yes, ma'am.
2: Um, both with Pulitzer Prize winning playwrights back to oh God! So which is iconic, uh, iconic, iconic. Um, but there is a similarity between your character and Martina's real life, right? Like, she was a caregiver. She was a first-generation American here. Did you feel uh, a larger sense of responsibility with this character because of
0: that? Did you chat th- with her?
5: Hmm. I think... That's a really great question. This answer will evol- evolve. This is my immediate response to that question. I feel like I there's a there's a there's an overwhelming responsibility with each character at at the moment in which I'm exploring. Um, you know, with Jess, there were many very many similarities between me and Jess, but then there were also very mad differences between me and Jess. But there was something that felt like um, the, ves- the vessel to, to do this role right now is like wearing a migration of my ancestors on my body and wearing the migration of my parents' hard work on my body. And um, I think, you know, I, don't, I can't speak for Martina, but I would say that Jess and Martina have a lot of similarities in that sense. Um, but I can't speak for her. I don't know what she sure. would would say, but I do think that when it's happening, it is the most important role Yeah. because it's happening in the in present. The yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. Thank yeah. you. I don't know if that makes
3: any sense. It does it totally, totally make sense. sense. It makes total
5: sense.
3: <laughs> Katie, you along with Greg Moscala mm-hmm. were... IN THE ORIGINAL PRODUCTION SIX oh, like six YEARS AGO.
0: Uh, I WAS SENT THIS SCRIPT OF COST OF LIVING OVER SEVEN YEARS AGO wow. FOR THE FIRST time. WOW.
3: One. THAT'S CRAZY. So IT'S LIKE A DIFFERENT WORLD.
0: A to- oh, really? <laughs> WE WERE ALL SO YOUNG AND INNOCENT. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't know laughs> you yes. AND THEN, YEAH, LIKE, OH, WE WERE SUCH BABIES. WE DIDN'T KNOW WHAT WE WERE GOING TO GO THROUGH. BUT mm-hmm. um, I DIDN'T MEAN TO CUT YOUR QUESTION OFF, no, no. BUT, LIKE... Uh, OH, I WAS uh, JUST GOING <laughs> TO
3: no, SAY, How was, uh, his performance was so incredible. Yeah. How was it working with him on that journey from that original space where you guys were in six, seven years ago to being on Broadway with him and then the newcomers to the cast as well?
0: I think, um, honestly, like Greg and I have such a special relationship. I think you can't go through a process like we've gone through with this piece where you go from like, workshops in a basement you know in a folding table (laughs) to like get to take something and take characters that you originate and and go all the way to broadway um Mm. it's to be able to be on that journey with another person like is incredibly special um i what i love about greg is um his commitment to his craft his um, commitment to um, his scene partners and I can't speak for Kara but like just I see the commitment that he he has to to his work and it matters to him so much and um, he it just is such an incredibly special relationship and it's kind of like a brother sister at this point it's like oh shut up (laughs) you know but but amazing, you know, to be able to, like, stand in your dressing room and go, we're on, we're on Broadway. Like, I mean, that's the dream, I think. I think, I don't know, I don't think it gets any better than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: Can amazing. I do a follow-up? Is that okay? You, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm going off script. Yep. Like, so this play ended in November of last year. Was it hard mm. to shake these characters off, especially you, oh. Katie, because it was such a huge part of your life for seven years?
0: I mean, I think... Uh, Uh, What's strange at this point is that there are going to be other productions, and Mm. I this is a character that I have an Incredibly I'm uh, she matters so much Mm. to me that like I know that there are productions that are like gonna be cat like and I'm like Please take care of her (laughs) like. But you do you have to I mean, I think that's one of the beautiful things about theater is that it's in the moment You're in the moment and that's what matters in in that's all that matters in the moment is being uh truthful in the in that in that moment and then once it's over it's gone. It's just you had to be in the room and if you weren't mm. it's gone. It's not on tape somewhere or on Netflix. Like right. um it's a special thing. So I think you know having to release her uh is hard. But like, mm. you know, and to me and after so long it felt like just showing up and kind of hanging out with an old friend you know
3: yeah.
4: how about, how about you YouTube um well I want to go back to Greg Yes. because um, I for me I kind of felt I don't know when we started the show when the show first started and I had to go out there and do my the first monologue that I had to do F- felt like half an hour, but yeah. it was only like oh, about tw- tw- str- uh, 15 minutes. minutes yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and right before, you know, I, I was terrified every single every single time. You get terrified, you know, it's like, and then I would always, Greg was next to me every every performance and he preparing for his the next scene after, I don't know, and uh, I would hear the music and I, this is the cue for me to go out there, but I always hesitated. And then I look over Mm -hmm. at Greg, and Greg would go. (laughs) And then that was my cue to go. He'd just be like, go, and I'm like. Got it, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Um, yeah, so to me, he was kind of the anchor to start the show. Um, Even though I had no scenes with him, my character has no scenes with him in the play. um, We all, I felt like it was was such a a four-person family, just connection with everybody. Uh, to to do the show and it was actually the fuel that got me through the show every night. Mm-hmm. Love
5: that. It's yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Well, I'm gonna talk about Greg too. Yeah. That's because yes. <laughs> well, you know, Greg Mosgala, I feel like and I've said this before, but I feel like it's probably one of the most profound artistic relationships that I've had on stage. One of the most profound journeys that I've had on stage. I mean you know we he he had so much bravery stepping into john um and just the work that he's done on the play, the work that he's done throughout the years I mean you know as somebody who like workshops play, like it's it's there's so much that goes into the like emotional and physical investment in and mm-hmm. in especially in a world like this um but, you know, we had a really um, intimate scene. We had a, m- more than one intimate scene. And um, I just learned so much from him through, we actually lived down the block from each other. So we have like little um, little, little moments where we just be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see you real quick. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, profound, profound and incredible relationship and just, He's just one of the most brave, most bravest artists that I've ever met. Really, truly.
2: That's really beautiful. You know, I did. I watched an interview with the two of you, a TDF or something. You guys were on Zoom, and I was like, wow, their like dynamic <laughs> and chemistry is so beautiful and raw and open. So, thank you for sharing all of your love fest about Greg. We love Greg. Love Greg. Um, so, David, one of my favorite moments in the show is when. Katie's character says something like, I'm so mad and sad, something like that, right? And you're, right? Am I I right? (laughs) Am I I close?
0: When did did I say that? (laughs) So pissed and sad, maybe the word is
2: pissed. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Pissed and sad. sad. I'm so pissed and sad. (laughs) Um, And then you say something along the lines of like, what's there to be like pissed about? And then you start dancing, right? And you play some music and you start dancing. And that moment for me was so beautiful because it's like, Art can be so healing and bring so much joy and in that moment I felt it and mm. chills talking about it yeah. I felt it from you being like Okay, look now we can like play and laugh and 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 be out of reality for a minute right. So my question for you david is What do you how do you think cost of living did that for the audiences?
4: Well, you know the thing about the thing about that moment is that it was um at least the way I thought about it in that moment was this is a song that we've been listening to and dancing to, because uh, we had a relationship for a long time, two decades yeah. and a year, almost. almost. Right, and so
6: it felt like there was a, a
4: that when you when you get a certain song, you know, when you have your song, you know, it was, that was like a song that whatever we were, however pissed off she was at me, uh, Play that song, and we could kind of disconnect from what's happening, so that we can relive something that made us feel closer and and show love with one another. And so, I and the way Martina wrote it, the, you, the audience can't help but feel the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I I just remember, you know, we got to pick the song. I I got to pick the song. <laughs> I said, this is a, this is a good song. Oh, did you? Because mm-hmm. I remember That's that right. song was a, a song that my my aunt and, and uncle would always be uh, fighting oh. and they would say you know, he would say, oh, play this song and dance with her, and maybe it'll calm down the the heat that's happening <laughs> and I thought about that and when I read the scene i'm like this is what I feel like this moment is that mm-hmm. kind of moment and I mm-hmm. was able to relate that and it was it was it, if the audience felt it it's because we felt it on mm-hmm. stage yeah. every night awesome. and i also you know i don't know if i was a great dancer but the next <laughs> line is you still can't dance so i had to like make believe i couldn't dance <laughs> yeah you agree yeah
6: No spoilers yeah
3: i love that so much <laughs> Can we talk about Caregiver Night, which was the special? The best night
5: night ever. Yes, yes. First of all. Yes. Sorry, you didn't even ask the question. No, you know know what the question is. (laughs) No, I just think that, like, you know, it's important for people to come to the theater that don't normally come to the theater, right? And I'm not saying that. I'm not going to try to generalize that most of these people don't come to the theater, and I don't want to do that. But it's important for people to be. Seen, acknowledged, heard. Mm-hmm. Now, the the kind of feedback um, that we got post show from the from Caregiver Night was like these pe- the people who were there were they felt so seen, and that is like I think there there's language for it, but I'm not a writer. There's language to 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 describe what that feeling is, but to to really pick up on the energy of how like what you've done for the last two and a half hours i don't even know the run of the play but what what you've done for the last two hours has really impacted them to feel important in a way and that's beyond you Mm -hmm. know that's like yeah yeah. special it was special It was a special special, night yeah Yeah, like and honestly you know a couple of my mom's friends are caregivers and and i think in some degree you know some at some point in your life you know if that if if you're privileged to to be a caregiver to a loved one or to someone, mm-hmm. you 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 there's something that, um, Martina's pen really kind of delves deep into the core of mm-hmm. what it means to be needed, to be wanted, to be heard, to be seen, mm-hmm. to feel, um, to just feel validated or or you know there's. There's just there's just it's so much a spectrum of of humanity within these moments that we're we're seeing on stage that
0: there's no there's
5: no more there's no more
3: words mm-hmm. I don't, know, I don't mm-hmm. have any more. it's so beautiful I'm sure that to, to be felt right? to be seen to see mm-hmm. yourself up there like we all know what that feels like
4: yeah. as, as marginalized communities yeah. right yeah yeah so it's it's toodles. it's a, it's it's amazing how much you can inspire somebody and not even know it, you know? Um, and, and the perfect example is this, because I grew up in the Bronx, and when I was 14, my school uh, brought me a school trip to Lincoln Center to see a, a play. And I was like, oh, I, know, I just wanna go play some basketball, you know, but we went and we saw it, and I, I, sat, I sat there on stage, and when the lights came on, this man came just strutting on, and he started to talk, and I was like, that guy sounds like my uncle. And it was the mm. Puerto Rican actor Raul Julia.
6: Mm. Whoa. And, and
4: I was just, now I was, it, it connected with me, because that's how most of my family speak with that kind. because he kept, even though it was a Kurt wild, you know, period piece, he yeah. kept his Puerto Rican accent. Authentic. Yet it was so, like, amazing and so, fascinating, and so, you know, just with a lot of pride. And I was, it kind of, like, I always kept that in the back of my head, you know, when I always felt, oh, my accent, and I don't know how, you know, can I do Shakespeare? And he did, and it was like, so you never know when you see something that you're familiar with on stage, how it inspires you to do, whether to be an actor, whether to do anything, or whether to continue to be a caregiver. So, yeah, that connection is real.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Facts. Yeah.
2: Well, wow. can I interrupt? I also love wow. you said, you know, this is, you're in Lincoln Center, and this guy that you can identify with comes out and starts speaking, which is how this play opened. You yeah. came out and started speaking, so I just right. loved that little mirror mm-hmm. moment. It was
4: 3PennyOplo is the name <laughs> of the, yeah, mm-hmm. the musical, 3PennyOplo.
0: Yeah, so oh,
5: wow. Oh. Yeah. And that, like, lives in your memory, like. Never forget that. Like, wow.
4: Never forget that.
0: Do you want to? comment about caregiver night? I mean, I think, you know, one of the things I love so much about this play is that it feels like there is something for everybody. There's a there's a, a slice of life for everybody. I think one of the quotes um, from one of the reviews, uh, who knows when or what time, but one of the quotes was like, if you don't see yourself reflected on this stage, you're not looking, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that that is one of the reasons why this play resonates with people so much is the brilliance of Martina to write these three-dimensional flawed characters that are complicated and just trying to make ends meet. most of the time, John, not John, but like <laughs> trying, but he, in his own way, he is trying to make ends totally meet, you know, and right. in, in sort of this, like, I can... I can do anything I want except the things I can't. Like, you know what I mean? It's like um and, and so I and from my perspective being a performer with a disability, um we've had very few people to point to. I've never uh sat in a theater and saw somebody walk on stage that looks like me. Hmm. Um and and for me to go, oh, this is real. This is possible. So like the number of times that someone with forearm crutches or a a wheelchair user or someone who was uh, an audience member in our house afterwards would come up and say, I've never seen anybody that looks like me ever Mm -hmm. on stage Um, authentically. There are plenty of characters that are, you know, an able-bodied person sitting in a wheelchair. but. there was one particular day this girl came up to me and she's like I've always wanted she had forearm crutches and she was young and she said I've always wanted to be an actor but I just didn't think it was going to ever be possible Mm. and I was like please don't give up like please don't um, it is possible it's hard it's really hard and you're going to have a lot to you know you know a lot coming at you in terms of like you know having to sort of overcome the obstacles, but like we need, we need this to continue. And and so um, to be a a piece of the change that is happening on Broadway. um, And now you can point to, you know, Grey House and Camelot and, you know, there are uh, a Doll's House. There are performers with disabilities that are peppered throughout the Broadway community right now. And that is so important. And um, I just, to be a piece of it is incredibly humbling but uh, I just I want to encourage directors producers casting directors out there to continue because there are some really talented performers with disabilities out there that deserve yeah. to be working Lord of yes. uh,
2: and thank you for the work that you do in your voice and making a change. Thank you. It's amazing.
3: Can I say one thing? Yeah. You're you're like the role rival Julia, right? Someone's gonna be twenty years from now, someone's mm. gonna be like, I saw that actress up there mm. and that was like that moment for me. Yeah. That's you. That's that's mm. incredible. Yeah. I
2: really hope yeah. so. You are. Oh, that's you are. amazing. I didn't wow, I didn't I didn't
3: Sorry kind didn't of think
2: about it. No, I didn't think <laughs> about it that way, but like yeah.
5: You totally are. It's so
2: beautiful what you all, what you do, what you all have done with this show. So thank you so much.
1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Just right. a little turn. I do want to talk a little bit about that bathtub scene. Oh, The gosh. iconic bathtub yes, scene. Yes, iconic. Um, David, for you, you know, as an audience member, we were on the edge of our seats for that scene. So I just want to know for you, where did you have to go to be in that scene with her?
4: I don't know if this is the answer that is going to be exciting, but I will say (laughs) that, um, you know, the designers of our show, the lighting designer, the set designer, Wilson Chin, um, they created an environment where when we did that scene, I couldn't see anything Mm. except Katie in that that
6: bathtub.
4: I could not, and for some reason, for that scene, which is, I still can't understand it. I didn't hear anything. Mm. I just—it was just uh, the the intimacy of that scene was so profound that I—I heard maybe a muffle of laughter. I didn't. It—it was separate from the rest of the show for me, uh, because of the intimacy and because of what I wanted, my character wanted to Mm -hmm. express to this person that he loved. And didn't have the articulation uh, of actually maybe saying it, so he had to find different angles to say it. So the intimacy and the way, the lighting and 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 the set really separated me, so I was able to be as intimate as possible mm-hmm. in relaying the information that I wanted to relay to this person that I love to try and get back into their lives, you know, and so uh yeah i it's probably and you know what it's it what's funny is that it, it was the the quickest scene for me to uh to get into my soul and into my body uh it it didn't take that much effort for me to get into it yeah. um and it was probably the, the the scene for me in the play that felt the most genuine for me from for as an actor uh only because I was just so engaged in just that scene, and just, and that's you know that's a credit to the person I'm doing the scene with, and it's a credit to the writer and what she wrote, uh, the director Joe Bonney and how she staged it. Um, so yeah, that was a that was an, uh, that scene and the the last scene of the play was to me. I had to go to places that I've never gone to before mm-hmm. as an actor. I've hardly ever gone to those places as a human being. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what's great about what we do we get to go places that we wouldn't go right. you know or, or we would say things that we wouldn't say and so that I felt really strongly about that scene when it came to that
2: I love that thank you for sharing I feel like you know you always get to ask the question about that scene and so I was curious to see where you were mm-hmm. coming from there do you have anything to share about your process with that scene or your struggles with it I
0: to me it's always it's such a I think playing Ani in, in general is like you, you're you sort of stripped away of all of the like things you do as an actor, like mo- moving, <laughs> like moving your hands, But you know what right. I mean? It's like, it is, and that scene is so still, and so um, the stillness is what I think, Lends itself to this like beautiful. You, we had to rely on just communicating and like what is it that we are trying to get from each other? And like, it's it's brave for a playwright to write a 20-minute scene where nobody moves. And like, you know, uh, brave for a director to not be tempted to have David get up and wander around and pace and talk or something like that, just to trust the stillness of that scene. Um, and it honestly is the only time in my experience as an actor where I feel like I forgot. There were times that I would forget that there was an audience there, especially when like I close my eyes and he's playing the piano on my arm, like I tr- was transported at times to, to, that, to a different sort of time and space. And then I would, it would kind of come to an end and I'd open my eyes and I'd be like, oh, hi. <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> like, oh, I'm on Broadway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah. But that's the, that is that power of of the connection. That yeah. like you said, the your scene partner and how much you trust each other and how much you rely on, on the words and and trust the director that like this stillness is enough. You know.
5: Mm. And that's Annie's last
0: scene. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Woo. Would you say that's yeah.
3: your favorite moment in the play for you?
0: I, you know honestly, honestly i uh i love martina and i'm like cannot like can we work when do we work together again but i is like can i be dry can i um can i be dry if we do something together again um <laughs> like, it is like out. yeah like just the like i just never thought in my wildest dreams as a you know kid dreaming about being on broadway if that was going to be like Twenty minutes of just like public, being publicly bathed every day, like you know what I yes. mean. Like, like, right, like thanks, that was David. My board. Thanks, yeah. David.
4: you the cleanest every, person on Broadway. Yes, yeah.
0: yes. <laughs> Greg and I, Greg and I, <laughs> were are the cleanest people on Broadway. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, I would yeah. sometimes I would <laughs> twice a day
6: with <laughs> the today. soap and the water. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. Hey, so you have to. You don't have to worry about your your co-stars smelling. It's being smelly. Yeah.
6: A true story. Yeah,
2: that's true. That is
3: true. Oh my gosh! How about you two? Your favorite moment from the play? Favorite? Yeah. Or when we love playing in the play?
5: You know, I think I, I think I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed coming out in the purple dress moment. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think I, I think, but I but I did love every I did love every moment in the play. But I think that you know when we see when we see, I think it was a beautiful juxtaposition to when we first meet Jess, to when we meet Jess again in in a very vulnerable state, versus and then like the the journey of her being so clothed to see to her to seeing the silhouette of her body. In a way that is supposed to be very giving and very generous, and just I think I said vulnerable. Um, so I I think that the story in that of like meeting her at the mirror the first time, then meeting her at the mirror there, mm-hmm. to me was like a beautiful thing to to just see as like if you mm-hmm. just take out those two three or two minutes of each, it's like this a part. it's like a short film, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. mm-hmm. in itself. Um, but. That was particularly fun spraying. Especially,
0: especially at the student matinee. (laughs) 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 Let me tell you something. That student matinee, and it was crazy because it was a a lot of my um,
5: my the high school that I went to was a lot of the high school chicks. Yeah, yeah, the girls from the high school and and uh, the the young women's leadership high school, um, I should say. And what the soundtrack? If you were to record. The way that they reacted yeah. to that play, it would be like it was like a soundtrack.
0: Uh-huh.
6: It was
4: like also different from mm-hmm. any other. Yeah, they'd oh, be yeah. like, they'd be
0: like, ooh,
4: <laughs> oh, uh, and
0: when you're like the sp- spraying and all that stuff, they were like, <laughs> 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 they like <laughs> losing their mind? Losing their <laughs> mind.
6: Parts, like yeah. Now, ooh, now. yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's you know when you get to do. Uh, a show in front of young, younger audiences—they're just so honest, and they're like—it hasn't necessarily been like the politeness of like you're sitting in a the theater. You're mm-hmm. like their reactions, and they're like those moments are so real and oh, honest that they're yeah. like the most invigorating and fun mm-hmm. experiences to to do.
4: You know what's funny is that the the uh, the moment that had the most impact on me, I feel. Uh, wasn't a moment that was scripted or was on stage. It was, it's, it's that timeline after I finished that monologue and I'm going home that no one sees and seeing Jess in, a, in, in the backseat of a car mm. sleeping after I've been thinking about my, my wife that had, that had passed away that connection, in watching this uh, this young woman in a car, knowing that she's homeless, knowing that I feel that she needs, but it was like I need that. I need to have that connection also, hmm. and then it leads to the last scene, and I, I felt that was always a journey. That because there was there's a long time when I'm backstage, ready to do that, and I'm listening to your scene, and I'm and, and I'm going through what. What I did after the monologue and going to home and walking to my apartment and seeing this uh, this young woman in the, in the back of a car freezing to death and taking action to try to I don't know bring some kind of comfort, some kind of connection into that and that was that was to me it was a very powerful moment, and it led to that last scene which. I was going to get to where I needed to go, um, which is scary. But uh, you just got to, like, jump in the pool, and hopefully you can swim. Trust, <laughs> Trust yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, so it's I, I think that was uh, an impactful moment for me.
2: Wow. Thank you, guys, for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so something that I love that Martina says, is that she started writing this play when she got fired from her bartending job. (laughs) She got accused of stealing 100 bucks, didn't steal the 100 bucks, but got fired and then started to write this play. Mm -hmm. Um, So, shameless plug, Jason and I have a show called Survival Jobs, and I was like, oh, a bartending job's super a survival Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. And here you guys are all now nominated for Tony, so do you have a memorable survival job along your way to where you are now as artists that you can share with us? (laughs)
5: Kara <laughs> looked down. was yeah. okay. like,
2: wait, she's what? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's not, she's not back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I
5: did because I just remember at one point, you know, I was working like five jobs. Like I was just working mm-hmm. so like, like I was like I was a hostess at a cigar bar. I was a brunch chick. I was. Like a brunch manager at one point, brunch doing brunch. I helped help open. Help, help I do open- love
0: brunch though. Love brunch. <laughs> but, yeah.
5: Not working it is a no, whole different story. No, no, story. Yeah. No. Oh,
0: no. Like sitting at brunch. That I know, like, Right. That sounds like our, our survival survival. Oh my god. Me. I
5: was working in an office, you know, three to five times a week. I was babysitting. I was I was acting on top of that. Um, just like the most like minute like or like very little like menial jobs doing random just just it's so random like if I if I ran down the list of jobs that I had it's random so crazy yeah
0: I think there are certain like jobs that I uh, some of it is like yes like hostess like (laughs) I should never work in a restaurant like (laughs) please don't ask me to carry a tray of anything like it will not end well but um there were that sort of stream of random, like when I was a baby, I worked at Blockbuster.
3: Oh, really? Oh my God. That was my dream job as a kid. But
0: you know what? I actually was kind of convinced myself, I kind of convinced myself that it was like research. (laughs) Because I was like, I get to watch all the movies and like I get to, uh, and then like I worked at night. So like my days were free to like go on auditions and stuff and you know, but then there have also been like um, there was a period of time in my life where I worked for a prosthetic company. So like helped people I launched a national program for like peer visitation for amputees. So like if someone's facing an amputation or post amputation, like meeting somebody who went through something similar. So like you can sort of fall into these things that you're like, okay, this is not hostessing at a you know, at a restaurant and um you know you there are pockets of like survival jobs that can be really meaningful and kind yeah. of enrich your life in a, in some ways
4: but. well I, I mean I had a different I I. started acting late so uh, I, I joined the the Air Force when when I was 18 joined the, the Air Force and then when I came out Somehow, I had a family with, with two kids. <laughs> and I, I, I I'll say, explain oh, I, I it to a, you uh, later. I, I, I don't <laughs> know, somehow that happened. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, had, um, I got into, uh, I became a police officer, NYPD police officer. In fact, this was my area for most of the years that I worked in. And about halfway into that career uh, was when I started acting, started taking classes. I, I switched to a midnight shift. So there was a, a few, there was months where I, would shoot a show during the day do a play at night and everyone would go out and have a beer and i had to go do a midnight shift in hell's kitchen and oh, uh and then you know somehow find hours to sleep in between there
6: somehow, um, somehow yeah. <laughs> yeah but
4: you know it's funny because i don't i don't i never considered it a hardship uh it was it was more of an exciting time you know i didn't get much rest but when yeah. you're young you have the energy to do all that <laughs> Um, but I always never looked at it like oh, I can't believe I got to do this. It was always oh I have the opportunity to do this mm-hmm. <laughs> and still support my kids with yeah. this job. Um, the day I realized that I'm gonna just I'm not gonna do the police job anymore and I'm gonna just be acting was um, there was a report of a man with a gun and I not, went to the scene and I saw the guy and he ran. And I chased him. I was fast back then. <laughs> <laughs> and I chased him, and he went into an abandoned building, and I went into the abandoned building, and then I stopped, and I said, "Wait a second, I have an audition for Law and Order tomorrow. <laughs> what am I doing?" <laughs> and and I, the guy got away. I said I even said goodbye to him. <laughs> I went out, and then, uh,
6: oh my I, god!
4: I realized that uh, acting was what I wanted to do, and. Uh, Eventually, I I retired early from the police department. But yeah, it was certain moments like that that I remember. That I'm like, second, I can't. You know, I'm 11. If I arrest this guy, I'm not gonna make my audition.
2: (laughs) Too much paperwork. (laughs) There's a lot of
4: paperwork, and like, what did he do anyway? Nothing. I don't even know if he had a gun. I'm chasing after this guy for nothing that I know of. You know,
0: he's like, I wouldn't.
3: He's like, realization. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll stay with her tomorrow. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is
0: so, that's such a good story. I wonder where that guy is now. Oh. No. He might be on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, you never know, you know? Yeah, never, never, never.
4: Oh, his probably was wondering, why is this guy chasing me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he's just right, running just
4: to get away. Right. Yeah, exactly. I also <laughs>
2: love that this was your area. And then you're back and you're on Broadway in the theater district. Yeah. You know, that's cool.
4: That is, that is. you know, it's, it's, it's really a, it's exciting you know my friend that used to work a police officer in the theater district uh, got me into uh, I was off and I, I, had, I had a few hours before I started my shift and he got me in to see a few good men which was on Broadway I think this may have been 1989 1990 and when I when I went to see it I was like I think I can do this <laughs> this is very exciting I, I, I had to leave the theater and I ran two blocks for no reason She's always running. Always <laughs> running. Yeah. And I ran two blocks just to expend the energy that this play gave me or this the realization that I I want I would love to do this. Mm. You know, and there's always that unknown whether you can or not. Yeah. But you know, my first day of acting school, I was like, yes, this is it. Yes, That's and, it. and. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yes. Yeah. wow.
4: It's time
1: for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
3: So we've talked about how the groundbreaking truth. your, your show is, right? Um, highlighting communities that need to be seen, but do you think Broadway in general is, 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 an, is a shift happening in general? You feel like, or do you think there's more work to be done and any advice for the people in charge of what they should <laughs> be doing more of,
4: <laughs> you know, uh, forgive me, I'm going to start. Please.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, I feel it's up to us to tell these stories. Uh, writers, uh, producers, uh, to, to tell the stories that are not normally seen on Broadway. To tell a story about an African American family growing up in Harlem, or a, a Puerto Rican family growing up in the Bronx, or a, a person with disability having to deal with mm-hmm. the, those, those stories are so important that you don't see them often, and I, I feel that Thank God for fighters like Martina, my, my uncle, Stephen Adley, who who creates voices for people that are not usually seen mm-hmm. on stage, yeah. on TV or on film. Word. And so uh, I think, uh, yes, there, there is a shift, but it's just the beginning of the mm-hmm. shift. There's so much more to go. And um, to then be inclusive in this theater community. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, it's 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 really up to the and they are there's some wonderful young writers and and directors and just you know visionaries producers that mm-hmm. want to tell these stories of everyday life in America and uh, those stories are out there you just just have to you know kick the door down to to get it up there
3: mm-hmm.
4: preach
5: mm-hmm. word up. word up <laughs> <laughs> and. Yes, and and I I think there's always more work to do. Mm-hmm. I think there's always more work to do. We we can be better even at our best. And and I and like you know we've had a beautiful two seasons, two Broadway seasons. You know, there's been so much more, div- uh, you know, just different kind of stories that we've been leaning into um, as a community. And I think there's a lot more work for us to do as a community to come together to really hold each other down you know um you know i like look at the off-broadway community um as an example of just like how we're you know constantly supporting each other in in our journeys um i feel like it can kind of bleed into the broadway community which it feels like that because yesterday we were at the luncheon and I'm looking at all of my peers, I'm looking at people that I've been in, work, in rooms with for, 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 for years and I'm like, wow, we're all here together. So I feel like there's something beautiful happening and there's still more work to be done and there will always be work to be done because we'll always realize something about our past that we need to shift. And, and, and hopefully we do, hopefully we continue to mm-hmm. do that.
0: I mean, I think for me, if you look at the plays and the musicals, the, the pieces that have, have been so impactful, they are being told either written by or acted in or that it's all um, people with lived experiences that before it would be. You know somebody googling what it would be feel what would it feel like to whatever fill in the blank and they're where people are drawn to go to the theater excited to see these authentic stories about you know people in the lgbtq community or you know the um families that aren't represented normally or living your life with a disability or whatever it is like those are the, like you said, you looked around the room and those are the people that were there yesterday. Those are the people who were were like, uh, producers directed, producers are, are getting braver and believing that we can take a risk on something that maybe 10, 15 years ago wouldn't sell or wouldn't, and maybe it would have, but people were scared. But like, I feel like we're taking risks in a really dynamic way, and I, I mean, like you said, we have further to go, but it's a really exciting time um, in the world of theater, I
4: think. Yeah. I I just want to add that Mm -hmm. it's also, art is fluid, right? Mm -hmm. We also need room to fail Mm -hmm. and to recoup, and then, you know, I I feel that sometimes uh, we don't get that space you know to 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 fail i think once we fail then they go they move on to the next thing but no we need we need that room to fail and then to recoup and then to to do better uh and i i feel that hopefully that's starting to happen also because you see plays out there that that fail all the time and then three months later they're all in another show
6: yeah you know and uh
4: and then i've also heard well okay this this uh, this play, didn't, you know, failed. You see, now let's move on to what normally works on on Broadway. And no, yeah.
3: mm-hmm. give us
4: the give us the room to explore, give us the room to fail, mm. and then give us the room to recoup and then go forward. That's it. So that's I just wanna. Yeah.
3: Oh, my gosh. This has been such an honor to speak to you
6: three.
4: Uh, I feel like.
3: I, feel like. <laughs> I had
2: chilled, like, the whole time.
3: Seriously, I feel like I got an education. I feel like I went to church. I feel like I got an acting
4: If if it, if it gets too heavy, I'll just.
2: Yeah. I'll <laughs> do <that>. Well,
3: it's
4: <laughs> almost time. Yeah. Speaking. You are so funny. Should we jump to that?
2: Well, well I just do want to say one thing. And by saying, I mean ask. Um, We talked a lot about the play and the journey with your characters and a little survival job. If you guys could pick one word to describe your journey to the Tonys, Mm -hmm. what would that be? And then we're going to
0: play a super fun game. (laughs) Everyone. Uh,
3: That's a tough question, Sam.
4: I'm sorry. That's a tough question.
0: You can Uh, pass. No, the word that comes to mind is, is unexpected. Good one. (laughs) I <laughs>
2: love you. I love you.
5: <laughs> I don't know about words, but like words together, phrases maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, a really wild, magical journey in exploring humanity and um, it evol- the evolution of the artist's tree,
2: Mm.
6: Right. <laughs> there's more, there's more, there's I love more.
2: It. There's more. I it's like not a word. It's it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of words.
3: It's a lot of words. and a sound. You know, like
5: yeah. feels like a Dr. Yeah. Seuss book. Yes. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, it's so pretty. And but it's like, ooh, like you found you you found some green eggs and ham. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sam, I am. You yeah. know? Because I am. <laughs>
6: Like, <laughs> you know, I do have a word for
4: it, uh, and for sorry, this sorry. journey to the Tonys, is uh, family.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I've, I f- it feels like every all these events because there's a lot of events we go to before the uh, the Tonys, and I feel like I've it's it's a community of family mm-hmm. uh, that you know yesterday when Natasha say oh welcome the uh the 2023 class of Tony nominees uh, uh. i was like yeah that's the way that's that's how it feels mm-hmm. you know and also it's a wonderful uh environment to just uh be open and explore individuals that maybe you have not encountered and and be open to acceptance with the one anchor which is being an artist and, and being acknowledged for the work that we all did this past year. So that very fa- that family would be the word mm-hmm. I know can I explained. I but. love
2: that, and I love that you said the one anchor is being an artist. Word. We have to remember that.
4: Word up. I'm
5: sorry, there's one more thing. Please,
2: <laughs> we want all of the one more things. <laughs> one more time, you know what I mean?
5: Who would we be without each other, though? Like really, what would the audience be without the performers without what would the performers the art the actors be without the writer mm-hmm. what would the you know like what the writer and the actors be without the lighting and sound and set design and, and 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 like just the all of the elements working together in a way like there's it's just it's it's like beyond profound and it, it obviously if you do theater it's like you really gotta love it I mean theater, like in general, you know, we've, we're trying to get back to, uh, you know, the, the way that it used to be. And there's so many things that have changed within our nation in the last five years, six years, you know, but in that, it's like, if you do this, if you commit to it, it is, it is like a, it's like one of the most deepest relationships you have mm-hmm. with your artistry, because you're choosing to do theater, you're choosing to do it. You know, and, and I just, and it's just like, who would we be without each other? Like, we need each other to thrive. We need the audience to be there. We need, like, we, and, and, and it's, it's a reciprocal. It's, yeah, it's, hmm.
2: I mean, I feel like we could sit with you guys for three <laughs> hours more and chat, but we don't have the time. But I do want to say that's a question we ask a lot on our show: is why do you choose to be an artist? Because you just said, why do we choose this? Because we do. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything surrounding art and being successful in it is tough. But we continue to choose it because it's an anchor. Boom. Well, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is. Thank Beautiful. You. I can't wait. We can't wait to see you at the Tony's shining, killing it. Um, but big secret to the audience, we are gonna play a super fun Tony trivia game. Oh so if you could please pull I out your you. secret buzzers. <laughs> oh my god. Not so secret with David. Not so
1: secret with <laughs> David. <laughs> Sorry. So
2: the
0: spoiler
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before
2: yeah. we start, can you guys just go around and hit your buzzer so we hear what it sounds like? Sure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Katie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> heard that before. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're going to ask a piece of Tony trivia oh, and whoever gosh. hits their buzzer first, and now we can identify it by the sound. Can can take a first shot at the answer, and if you get it wrong, somebody else can buzz in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I swear. laughs>
3: She's like, what did I sign up for today? She's like,
2: that Betty, be data. You want to kick it off, Jay? Sure, sure. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Are you
6: guys
4: ready?
2: Do you have your competitive pants mm-hmm. on? Yeah. No. <laughs>
4: There's no prize. Do the best we can. Whoever
2: yeah. wins, wins the Tony.
4: Yeah. Oh! But have a question.
2: Okay. We'll write a note to Great. someone. Yeah.
3: <laughs> First question,
2: mm-hmm.
3: what play in Tony Award history has had the most nominations?
0: Oh, God. Like the answers were here. Wait, I thought this was going to be hist- multiple choice. In, Most of them in, are. In the
4: history of of the Tonys? Yes. yes.
5: <gasps> kidding. kidding. Mis. I'm kidding. I don't oh. know. Play. Play. Did you say
0: play or play? I- play. It's recent.
4: It's just recent. The Killer Mockingbird. Oh.
0: I'm a- Death of a Salesman?
2: Uh, we- no. <laughs> uh, that's not right. We can give a hint. Um This play happened before the pandemic and then after the pandemic. Oh, sorry. This play happened before the pandemic and then after the pandemic. Groundbreaking show and really... (laughs) they are going to cut this. They're going to have to cut this.
3: Jeremy... Slave Play. Oh.
2: Mm. Congratulations, Kara. <coughs> it? Slave Play 2020. Oh, wow. Slave Play received 12 oh nominations, which is wow. the most oh, nominations that a play has ever Gosh. received in Tony Award history. That's fantastic. Um, That's Joey, great. can you keep score? Kara has won. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> OK, this is multiple choice. We wanted to start off hard, and now we'll ease Yeah, fun. Right. OK, what composer received the most Tony Awards? A. Lin-Manuel, B. Stephen Schwartz, C. Jonathan Larson, or D. Steven Stephen Sondheim. Carol. D. Stephen Sondheim. Correct. Stephen Sondheim wow. won eight 20-
0: Tony oh, Awards. Oh my gosh. Yes.
4: I Actually, knew that, but Carol was faster. She She's, a quick hand.
0: Faster. she's, get, oh, she's got all. And I have my hands in. right here. She's and got her competitive playing. shoes on now. She's like, yes. She she's hungry for it. I'm
3: like, okay. This is another multiple choice. At the very first Tony Awards in 1947, what was the price of a ticket to to the show? (laughs) A. Ten dollars. B. Fifty dollars. C. Seven dollars. Or D.
4: Thirty-five dollars. Seven dollars. Correct, David. Yes. Yes. Come through. Seven (laughs) dollars. He
0: was like, I remember (laughs) it. I remember. I remember those days.
3: I was a young that rookie on the uh, force you know, back in 1947.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember paying $7 to get into <laughs> Tony. Tony, That was yeah. going to break my total. <laughs> 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 $7 <laughs> would be $83 in
3: 2022 money. Get out. And, and
4: try to find a ticket for $83. Right. Yeah. <laughs> good, good
2: luck. Like good luck
0: finding that.
2: OK, next question. Who has hosted the most Tony Awards? Oh. A will be Goldberg. B, Angela Lansbury, C, Billy Porter, or D, Nathan
0: Lane? (laughs) I don't know. Yes. Nathan Lane.
2: That is incorrect. Whoopee! That is incorrect as well.
4: Uh, what was the other month? Um, <laughs> the,
2: the last two that were not guessed were Angela Lansbury or Billy Porter.
4: It's Angela Lansbury. Correct! Yeah, exactly. I almost said
2: Angela Lansbury.
0: Yeah, thanks, is thanks for yeah, the elimination. For yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: it's, like
2: who, uh, it's like who wants to be millionaire can eliminate too. Phone a friend. <laughs> I am
0: just losing horribly. You yeah, guys are there's really no right losers here. Here. Yeah. yeah.
2: Angela Lansbury has hosted five Tony Awards. Wow. Get
5: out! Five. She's the truth. She, she was is the truth. truth. You know, say mm-hmm. Mrs. Love It.
0: <laughs> this is Lovett the for last one. <laughs> oh, God. This is the
3: last one before the big bonus. Oh, gosh. All right. This is a true or false. So, 50 50. Oh, 50.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Janine Tasori and Lisa Kron. Janine! Oh. Yes! <laughs> Are Everything. the first all women writing team to win the Tony Award for Best Original Score in 2015 for Fun Home. True mm. or false?
2: True! true. You didn't
0: hit your buzzer.
2: Oh. Somebody it. yes. <laughs> true. Correct.
5: <Yeah>. So, <laughs> it was like it was
6: coming
0: yeah. from my yeah. whole spirit. It yeah. was like true. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. They won with Fun Home, which also brought the first lesbian protagonist to Broadway. Yes. Hashtag Pride Month.
2: Yes. Happy Pride. <laughs> yes. Happy Pride. Happy okay, Pride. and here's a big bonus. How many Tony nominations did Cost of Living get, and for what?
6: Ooh. Oh. Go ahead, okay.
2: Okay. Katie.
0: Five. Correct. Yes. Uh, best play, best director, best featured actor, best featured actresses.
2: Correct. Correct. Wait, you all 'all got two. I think. I think everyone got some points, so it's a big tie, and you guys all win Tonys. Congrats! I I wish we had little plastic Tonys to give, but we don't. Thank you guys again. This was so much fun. Again, I would like to sit here for hours more and then order from Glasshouse Tavern, which is where we're at. At the dog the Duck, portobello so oh, mushrooms. Oh, the couscous with a side of buffalo sauce. And other yes. favorite menu items from Glasshouse while we're shouting them out?
4: <laughs> duck. Did we say duck? Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> Did we say do duck? They do have duck here. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I, I just learned that and I, I frequent here. And that's crazy. <laughs>
3: Thank, thank you. you thank
2: you thank this you is so for so having us this is awesome thank you so can't much can't wait to see what you guys do next yes
3: congratulations thank, thank you, you.